Today's show is sponsored by Black Star Line Cigars, where cigars are a daily operation. Shop custom blend cigars, infused cigars, and other products at www.blackstarline.shop. This is Faith, and thank you for tuning in to Faith Over Everything podcast, where I cover everything, whether it's pop culture, religion, politics, relationships, fashion, beauty, entertainment, black culture, whatever is on your hearts and minds, we are talking about it on the show. Tune in every Wednesday for a new episode available on all your favorite streaming platforms and enjoy the show. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Faith Over Everything podcast. And today, I have a special guest on with me. I met him um, on the campus of the Tennessee State University in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, I'm going to allow him to introduce himself to everyone now. What's going on, man? This is Robert Kyler, a.k.a. Chicago. Um, AKA Mr. Chicago down at Tennessee State University. Tennessee State, where we drink Hennessy straight. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, like Faith said, well, I think it was maybe 1998. Yep. I, that's when you came down there, the fall of 98. Yep. And we met, and, um, you know, I ain't gonna lie, I didn't really fool with a lot of people from Chicago down there because they was just. I'm. I'm just telling you. I, I didn't know just, that. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't really fool with a lot of people from Chicago because uh, I don't know. I just. I. You know. That's. That's. You know. I, that's one of the reasons why I just wanted to get away. You know what I mean? I just wanted to get away from that whole Chicago vibe and everything. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't not like it, it wasn't like I was trying to purposely do it, but it was just the same old, same old, and I was enjoying. You know, meeting all the different people. You know, we had people from Florida, from people mm-hmm. from LA. You know, the the South. I mean, um, I had changed as a you know as a Chicagoan. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, cause when you growing up here, you know, even when you ride the bus, you talk to you know ride the bus with your head down. Mm-hmm. Don't be engaging with too many people. Yeah, and you you build a wall up. You know what I mean? Cause you don't want to get asked. 50 gang questions everywhere you go. True. And so, you know, like, when I, you know how it is, like, I'm pretty sure, you know, coming from Chicago State, going down there, how it was, like, just the first thing, you know, people like, hey, how you doing? Like, what he want? What she want? Yes, I just said that in my last podcast. I'm like, what? Yeah. Yeah. Like, what do you want? Because that's what it is around here. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a game or a hustle to, somebody around here you know what i mean mm-hmm. everybody's trying to be seisty everybody trying to um to come up you know this is the land of the come up you know yep. like kanye said the city of hella haters but you know i don't care i love it i came back so <laughs> <laughs> you know they say new york but if you make it here you can make it anywhere yeah that's facts yeah. wait what high school did you go to i went to eisenhower um my mom i i I went to grade school at uh, Ray School, and then I went to Eisenhower. My mom got remarried, and uh, we moved out to like Alsa. And um, I was supposed to go to Kenwood, and 
I didn't want to be taking no bus and, you know, driving my grandmother crazy because she stayed on 71st Street. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we tried to get me in Morgan Park, but it was just too much. So went over there to Eisenhower. It was quiet. And, um, you know, that, it allowed me to, to, to get away. That was my first getaway from, you know, the madness. But then, I, you know, I got out there and... Um, I witnessed a different kind of madness, you know, that we had like those neo-Nazi skinheads out there. So, right. So I went from grade school, I went from elementary school in High Park where, you know, that's like a little, back in the 90s, that's like a hippie town, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Everybody, you know, everybody was mixed. Their mom was black and their daddy was white (laughs) or whatever. So, you know, I go out there and it's like, literally, it's like it was a couple of it was a couple of kids from the city and you could tell who was from the city because they used to take the bus mm. home not the school bus the bus so you knew they was probably using somebody address or something and then it was like uh, a lot of mexicans a lot of latinos so it was like 33 33 and 33 there and it was yeah. like really like neo-nazi with the doc martin boots and the and the um, suspenders and the, just like on higher learning. Yeah, yeah. But you know I mean, and we'll, yeah. So, uh, did you all used to get into it with them? You know what? I never really did because I really was, you know, every school that I went to, I never really went to a school knowing nobody. So I went minding my business. You know what I'm saying? I went there trying to just, you know, I, you know me, I talk to anybody. So I mm-hmm. went there just trying to mind my business and, I was really, I'm going to be true, like, I was really ignorant to the fact of what they were. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I just thought they was just some weird white kids or something. I really didn't know. I mean, you know, growing up really in, in, in a, you know, a segregated city like this, you really don't get to get into their world much. You know what I mean? But I can honestly say I never heard none of them say, like, nigga or nothing like that. I never heard it was just they it was like they gang you know what i'm saying it was like i guess it was just like prison or something you know you had the latin kings in there yeah you had uh folks you had a uh you know folks is everywhere i was you just about to few, say they everywhere yeah yeah they don't let them in the dough i um, knew you was about to say <laughs> that <laughs> so they they got i mean they got, uh, you know, like the neo-Nazis, like the Aryan Nation in jail or whatever. So I guess mm-hmm. I was like old American me looking up in there. But <laughs> you know what I mean? It didn't take long for me to just like meet people. I got on the football team. You know what I mean? We was whack. You know what I mean? I just got on there just because I didn't want to um, I didn't want to work at the school. My stepfather had an auto shop on 93rd and Vincent. So at the football, like he, you know, my mother never drove, still on to this day. Oh, wow. Uh, he, yeah, he, he just, my stepfather used to just let me drive to school. You know what I mean? He was like, just go go to school, come back home. Or it got to the point was like, you know, just drive down Vincent's to the shop, pick your mother up, go back home. So like freshman year, I was, I was really just driving to school. And you know what I mean? Like I, I. Was that I, even I, legal? No. Right. Okay. But he was from, he's from Helena, Arkansas. You know what I'm okay. saying? So, you know, like growing up, they grew up driving trucks 12 years old or whatever. He was just like, if anybody ever pull you over, tell him I made you do it and we'll fix it. We'll deal whatever. with it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, we didn't really have that 
problem like we had now where you wouldn't you know, I wouldn't ask my child to do anything. I, it, everything got to be super legit. And even if it is, you know, you still got to mm-hmm. worry about a lot of stuff. So, yeah. um, you know, it was back then. Though. It was, you know what I mean? It was the, you know, it was the 90s. You know what I'm saying? Or it's like, who was president? It was like Bush was coming out. Bill Clinton was coming in. Who was in. president? You know what I mean? <laughs> I think the drugs was coming in. Everybody was fresh. Sure. You know, it, was, it was those days. Yeah. It really wasn't. It really wasn't a lot of gang violence. It was a lot of getting jumped on the bus, something like that. But it but wasn't, it wasn't nobody getting shot. Right. We Not still like had, today. Yeah, we still had order. Yeah, exactly. It was still, still order. Had order and respect. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Even with yeah. the chaos, it was controlled chaos. Exactly. You know Exactly. Um, so how did you decide to go to TSU? So that's a number of options on that. So Tennessee State was the, like when I applied, it was the last application I sent off, but it was the first one I got back. Mm. And so we went to visit on the college trip. Uh, we I think we went to Fisk, Kentucky State, whatever, you know, the normal little mm-hmm. from Chicago to down south route. Mm-hmm. And um so I got accepted to an engineering program, ECI, where they give you like partial scholarships and you can compete for a full scholarship or whatever. And um, I got accepted to that program. So I went down on the college tour, handed in my paperwork. I got it. I got accepted. So I graduated high school June 4th. I had to be down to Tennessee State June 25th. Oh, wow. So my mom... And that I'm the only child, her only child. Um, she really didn't want me to go far. You know what I mean? She wanted me to go to Illinois State, U of I, whatever. You know, mm-hmm. Chicago State, and um, back to higher learning. We went <laughs> to see. We went to see higher learning, and, and you know, she didn't want. After that movie, she like kind of teared up a little bit. She was just like, "You can go wherever you want." That's you know, she was just like, "I'd rather be around your people than." to be trying to struggle to fit in mm-hmm. and, and whatever. But my mom, you know, my mom is very old school. You know what I'm saying? Like she just, whatever's closest is this or whatever everybody else is doing, you know, just go ahead. But she saw that and she knew what kind of, she knew that what kind of person I was. She knew I wouldn't be quiet. You know what I'm saying? So she <laughs> knew I'd probably be like, oh my, Epsa Ice Cube up in there, in there starting something or whatever. But, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. You know, but I, I I appreciate everything about Tennessee State, man. It 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 really opened my eyes to um, a lot of things that was wrong with you know me and where I came from, and you know uh, it taught me how to be a better person, a more caring person, and a more mm. understanding person. In what way? Um, I mean, just like I was talking about earlier about like you know how you build up a wall. Yeah, and um, like I, you know, like you, you, you all this toughness that we, that we kind of go 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 into, and it's like uh, even some as even some as simple as saying something like appreciate you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, just giving like <laughs> the homeboy a shout out, like you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you know, you be like, where you finna go? Oh no, no, you know you 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 develop that hardness or whatever. Like I right, G, I'll, I'll holler at you later. <laughs> 
You know what I mean? But you know how it is down south, and they just talk about, man, for real, you finna go do what? All right, man, I right, can't fuck. I holla at you, boy. You know what I'm saying? Appreciate you. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's southern just, hospitality. It's different. Yeah, it, it just it just lighten things up a little bit. Like it let it lets you know, like you know what I mean? Like this is what we supposed to be doing. Mm. You know what I'm saying? We shouldn't be scared of each other or having to defend ourselves uh, against each other. We should be. We should be our own gang, our own community within, you know, with with, with everybody, even mm-hmm. with the separation of the fraternity, sororities and dorms or whatever, or even, you know, the situations like the wand clicks and other little things that we had down Were there. Were you in that? No, uh, no, I was not. Nah, uh, but I, I mean, I was with everybody, like, I know. you know, unofficially. Mm-hmm. I didn't have, I, you know, I had my, I had my aces to this day. We still, you know, when it, when you see me down at homecoming, I'm always with them, you know. Of course, yeah. Um, Same. But, but I'm always, I was, I, I hung out with the Birmingham boys. I hung out with the the Maryland boys, the Detroit people, everywhere. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's, I, I didn't have, a, you know, a particular alphas, kappas, Qs. You know, my roommate was a Q, so I got kind of fake honorary put into that because they was online and in my damn house uh, <laughs> I'm coming home at the party and this 17 grown man laying on my damn carpet and I'm like what I'm like what is this <laughs> but, uh, yeah that I ain't gonna lie that that experience seeing them go through that I was like yeah I don't need you like I'm good, bro. I'm super straight. Oh no, man. I, I, I mean, and and, and, you know, like you know, some of the some of the most coolest, toughest, you know, guys that you that you know today. You know what I mean? I just seen just you know what I mean. I was just like, damn. You know, it breaks you down. It breaks you down. It does. So yeah, I felt like me coming down to Tennessee State was my breakdown. You know what I'm saying? So I just, I didn't really need... The extra. You know, yeah, it, it would have been cool. Like, had I thought about it, like, you know, with 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 everything that's going on or whatever, like, at the time, I was like, man, I should have just... Mm-hmm. But now, you know what I mean? It don't matter. Because even when, like, you know, when, when I go visit my old roommate, when, well, he lived in Indianapolis, and he had all these cues or whatever we would meet up they would just treat me just like i was one of them minus the handshake and minus right. me you know barking or whatever but <laughs> as far as you know you vouch you know you vouch for somebody you know that that's that's what they 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 loyalty you know they they really the cues i can say that they really believe in loyalty you know what i mean uh-huh. And not to say that any other, I just had an experience that with anybody else like with I had. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what's up. Um, I was gonna ask, did you want to pledge? But you just answered that. I did. I mean, I mean, I wanted, I wanted to pledge uh, Kappa, but um, that's what I thought you, I remembered. Okay. Yeah, because you knew what happened down. We didn't have no Kappas down there. Right. Um, yeah. I, you know, I heard 511 stories about what happened while we didn't and then eventually they came back but then after that I'm like ah yeah whatever yeah I think like after you kind of get to a certain point you kind of lose interest it's just yeah, not a yeah, focus or think, priority anymore cause then cause 
you wanted to pledge at one point, I, I believe, right? I did. But I think, I think with your girls, you developed your own sorority. And I think that's what it's about. So my thing is, at the end of the day, y'all take all them trips together and do stuff mm-hmm. together. And that's your, uh, yo, I need, you know. That's my sisterhood. <laughs> I, right. Like, I, mm-hmm. yes, I need this, bro. I need this. You know right. what I'm saying? And y'all yeah. just, you know, each other, y'all each other's clutches and every crutches. So, I mean, yeah. um, that's, I mean, once you do that, I think that's, that's what it's about. You know what I mean? Not to say, you know, people that join it or whatever, they they need that. But I mean, most of the time, they dad or mom did it. So they just, or somebody they knew did it. Legacy, but, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, I developed my own group. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, y'all were tight. We got Dave. Who am I missing? Because I know I'm, Dave, I'm terrible with, with names. Dave, okay. Bruce. Yes. Um, Dave, Bruce, Wilson, Larry. Um, <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> Wilson, Larry, Mike. Uh, I know that's a lot of them, man. It's it's they when you wasn't there when we first got there when they was calling us Wu Tang Clan. Did. It was crazy. I yeah. can see that though. Yeah. I can they see what they Are you watching the show? Yeah, you know what? Yeah, um, I'm going to say the second season. I'm really into it because I kind of got over myself. Okay. Because I was really pissed off. Like at first, when I watched the first season, I was really pissed off. Spoiler alert! I was really pissed right. off to find out that it was kind of fake. Because yeah. I was like, I was like, there's no way that this motherfucker can shoot up my house. And okay. We gonna be the, we and gonna we be gonna be in the same right? Yeah. The, arguably the best rap duo ever. Yes, you ever. know what I'm back and yeah. forth. For sure. And so, um. My buddy from New York, I was asking him, I was like, man, I was like, y'all are some weirdos. And he was like, yo, he was like, it just happens like that, B. Um, you know, you never know. Like, somebody might shoot up your block and next day. I'm like, no, this man shot this man's house. In right. His so mom and, his family. Right. Yeah. And, and, and so when they was on The Breakfast Club and to find out it was just based on this and that. So it was based mm-hmm. on... I guess Raekwon's people didn't mm-hmm. like Ghostface people. Yeah, right, right. And, and um, Rizza, Bobby had brought them together or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm enjoying the second season because it's Me really too. getting into the music and and bringing them together. So it's really making me like, like I'm really into it now. Yeah, same. I liked it from the first season, though. I liked I all did, of it. I did, but I think yeah. I was more disappointed when I found out it was like you know, you know how it is. A little like, fabricated, uh, a little bit, a little extra. Like wrestling, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I'm like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so wait, so you never participated in the Chicago Club? Trust me, yeah, I was. I think I, I might have been Mr. Chicago. I think I don't even remember, but it was okay. so. I don't know, man. Like. I don't know. I'll probably go get it. Whoever listened to this, but like I, I just felt like the the people from Chicago before us that was in that club wasn't my people. Like okay. I didn't really get down with them, um, and I was just like, yeah, I'm gonna go to these meetings and we go do all of this. I think we did a couple of community service projects or whatever, and it, it's a handful of people that I think I. Um, that I might still talk to that was in the club or whatever. But yeah, I mean, you know, it wasn't, and I, we was in the parade freshman year and all of that. I was straight on that. 
<laughs> I was straight on that. But yeah. then you made me okay. And I'm from Chicago. Yeah. And you was like, you know what? She cool. <laughs> nah, you was different. You was different. You, nah, was different. you, you reminded me of Mary J. Blige. Um, oh my God. When I, when I first met you, it was like you was kind of like, you know, like I had been, um, I had been southernized at that point. So it was like, um, think around that time, I had started hanging around um, Chico. My, oh, yeah. my and so he kind of, even though he's from Bolingbrook, he kind of brought like some of the crib life back to me. Because, mm. you know what I mean? Just like, you know, how you be talking like, yo, what up, Joe? You know what I'm saying? Like, whoop whoop you know? <laughs> so he had kind of brought me back to life a little bit. And, um, you know, like, yeah, when I when I met you or whatever, it was it was just like a breath of fresh air. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just to have a little bit of home down there because, you know, it's like down there with all them Southern bells and they just like, okay, and whatever. You was like, gee. You know, like I had, I heard a girl say G in a long time. I was like, I was like, this old gang banging ass girl coming down. Gang banging, <laughs> but not. Hello. I know. She was, <laughs> she was just like real. You, you could tell that you, um, you could tell either or, but I know now after knowing you, I know it was both that you had a dad or, you know what I mean? Some strong brothers in your life. You know what I mean? You could tell that you wasn't going for the bullshit. Now, you wasn't going for the banana and the tailpipe down there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Shout out to, shout out to dad. Shout out to my yeah. bros. Yeah. <laughs> I'll never forget your brother, man. That dude is. Which one? Raising in the sun. Remember? Was, Bob. You talking about Bob? Bob yeah. Remember? <laughs> he a whole fool. We, I, I remember like when y'all was living on what was that Wabash or Indiana, Indiana. Mm-hmm. and then I had came over there and and he was just like you know anytime <laughs> I mean we wasn't like that but he was just like yeah my brother you ever seen Raisin in the Sun and I'm like <laughs> no it's a good movie and a good book you should read it and I'm like looking at you it's like these ain't the typical brother questions you ask somebody it's really like, not. Right. I mean, okay. he was probably high. Who knows? No, I think he was just, I don't know. It wasn't really high, but I don't know. It was cool, though. But it, I'd never forget that. I don't know why. It wasn't nothing outstanding, but I just never forget It's that. just funny. Right. It's like a raisin in the sun. Ah, yeah. Hey guys, I'm Shari. And I'm Sharice. And we are the Optimistic Divorcees, two happily divorced women who are optimistic about life, but real about love. Catch our new podcast on your favorite podcast platform with new episodes dropping every Monday, where we talk about life, love, and everything in between. Also, be sure to follow us on Instagram at The Opt Divorcees. That's T-H-E-O-P-T-D-I-V-O-R-C-E-E-S. Bye. So, Versus. Have you been tuning into Versus? Not all of them, but yeah, most of them. Um, <sighs> it hurts my heart to talk about this. Cause I'm a dip, I'm a real dipset. I knew I, I, something in my brain was like Rob is a dipset. I am a, I'm a. Well, I'm gonna tell you how how much of a fan that I am. Um, I'm trying to think of the years. 
I'm gonna make this up. Well, I'm gonna give you a ballpark. I, I think when, like, get them girl and all of that stuff. Like maybe 2003 to 2008, I was going to New York every other month. Remember ATA Airlines? Yes. yes. Remember, I think you bought like two tickets. You got a third one free. Mm-hmm. So I was, um, I was at the time I was working. I was working in Bedford Park, which is right by Midway. Mm-hmm. I would get off work Friday, get the five o'clock plane to New York to LaGuardia. I had a friend; she stayed in Harlem. I would go stay with her. And I mean, when I tell you that I was, I was on 120. I was on 125th Street, like, like it was the Plaza, like I, wow. like it was Evergreen Plaza. Like mm-hmm. I would come back, I would bring back all the mixtapes, all them. Um, all them shirts they had with the birds mm-hmm. on them, all them, them belts and with skulls and all that, that stuff. I was, yeah. them was, them was, them was my, them was my, my guys, man. And even so to the point where I got to meet, um, my cousin used to own a club in, uh, Miami club mm-hmm. bed. And I got to meet Jim Jones and Chrissy. Okay. Me and Jim Jones' birthday is the same day. Wow. Um, that club used yeah. to be off the chain. Club bed? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I, yep. He, I think two thousand and I think he owned it from two thousand and ten to two thousand and thirteen. And mm-hmm. uh, he still owns the rights to to it. That's why you never seen another one okay. after that. So he still owns the rights to it. He was trying to get one up here. But um you know It's uh, super political this, here. I know it, it this ain't this him. ain't the right spot for no club bed. You I know agree. what I mean? Especially when it's snowing, you can't be coming in there with your tims, getting on them beds and everything. Like exactly, that, you know exactly. So, um, but nah, I was really disappointed, and 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 I kind of knew what was gonna happen after after I kind of saw some of Cam's posts, like why you ain't posting, why you ain't posting the verses, and I I know Cam, I talk <laughs> like I know them personally because I feel like I do. But I know Cam is like a, a, a asshole, and mm-hmm. he's also a too cool motherfucker. So it's mm-hmm. like, you know, I could see him now. Like I was like, man, if they lose, it's because they not go beat them. I could see Cam now saying, "Yo, be really why we didn't really perform? It's like, you know, they only gave us like fifty thousand, and it's like, what is you really talking about? I'm only going, <laughs> I'm only going to give you fifty thousand worth of what y'all paid me for, like." If you really wanted me to do something, I need to right. know, you know. Yeah. So I, when they came out, when when they came out and Cam didn't come out with them, I said, damn. Yes, yeah. This going this okay. be whack. So wait, 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 wait. So why didn't he? Because I'm like, okay, what is he trying to just come out as his own person? Like well, not with my, the group? To my understanding was Cam and, and, and the locks has said this. Cam had a lot to do with their money. So he was making sure that everybody' money was straight before okay. it came out. That's okay. one thing. And another thing is, is that like I don't really count nobody' pockets, but just seeing what you be seeing, like they don't really like like Dipset don't really rap like that no more. They don't really need to because they ventured off into so many other things. So it's like you know, you know how it is. Like the, yeah. they heart wasn't in it. Mm-hmm. And you saw that 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 Jada Kiss was not playing. Let me tell you. New York, the real New York. I'm outside. I don't live in Miami. I don't live in Colorado. 
This is Kiss! I'm about to shine! Oh, I'm back! I got a hundred guns, a hundred clips, nigga, I'm from New York. What? Oh, yeah, bro. Friday, D clock and shit, nigga, fuck what you know. And you can't take shit for granted, cause life is too short. You know I got a set. I got a hundred guns, a hundred clips, nigga, I'm from New York. I mean, he, it was the energy. It was just magnetic. I didn't even expect that to happen. He just. I was upset. He mur Every, like murdered them. It looked, it looked like, I don't know. It looked like Freestyle Friday. Remember Freestyle Friday when the blind yes. white dude was on there rapping yep. and you looking like, where this come from? Like, yep. Yeah, because we had never really. That was as far as verses. That was the best verses. It was because it, it was, was a battle, and then it, it was horrible. And I watch battle rap a lot, so mm -hmm. it's like damn. But my favorite one, mm -hmm. my favorite one, God rest the dead. It was DMX versus Snoop. Rip, that was I, your favorite one. I enjoyed that because, um, you know what I mean. Like like Snoop is undeniable, and I like. And I really like DMX. And I was just, I like to see people win and get back on their feet. And and that just kind of showed, like, man, you know what I'm saying? Like, like he still got it. Like, man, he could do yeah. something. And mm -hmm. unfortunately, he passed months later. But uh, no, I really enjoyed that. You know what I mean? Probably because, like, I almost knew, I think, every song both of them did. You know what I mean? It's like, even some of this, like, Fabulous versus Jade. I ain't know all of that. I ain't I know all of that. I didn't well, watch I mean, that. It was it was too cool. It was it was. I'm not I'm not a big fan of Fabulous though. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I can I'm, give or I'm, take him. I'm a mixtape Fabulous fan, and, and okay. he didn't he didn't play a lot of good stuff. Okay, but um, I don't know. What was your favorite? So. That not my, say Brandy and Monica. I no, because that ended off was, this month. <laughs> You're going to be like, I'm out. No. Now, don't get me wrong. For the people that know me personally, they know I go hard for Brandy, but that was not my favorite verses, like, at all. Because um, the energy, it was just whack. It was just awkward. It was fake. It was terrible. Yeah, I didn't like it. But my, I have to say, my favorite now is definitely the locks and dipset. Like, yeah. It is. It's my favorite. But yeah. the one that I loved as well, my second was um, Earth, Wind, and Fire and the Osley Brothers. Come on, D-Nice. Oh. 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 on what I didn't watch that that was on like a holiday so I don't think I, was that Mother's Day you know what it was I don't remember Mother's Day or Father's Day something I don't remember it was on a Sunday and and on Sunday in the summertime I'm in the backyard grilling so I ain't okay. get that yeah. but it was just the feeling like and I ain't a Steve I ain't a big Steve Harvey fan. I feel you me either me either but just <laughs> 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 
Yeah, you yeah, know he yeah. think he too cool. It's that old school right here. What y'all know about that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, boy. That's what he kept kept saying. Right. But it was just the music. When it just got yeah. to singing, yeah. it just was so nostalgic. It made me feel like I was at a family reunion with my grandparents. You know, it was just like, man, it was just really dope. The music, the musicianship, it was just, it was one of my yeah. favorites. So, but that life. Mm-mm. Yeah, nah. D-Nice got me through COVID though. I ain't gonna even lie. Yes, he did. He did. When um, when that when COVID first started, it was just like you didn't really know what to do. Yeah. And it's just like because this was so this 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 was so dangerous and was so unknown, and we was we just didn't know what to do. And I like um, you know, I like a lot of old school like music like just stuff my auntie used to play growing up in the house mm-hmm. like like um like a lot of that like uh slide the family stone and like mm-hmm. sister sledge and like sheep and the musicianship of everything like you know that music like um what what is dude name that that the uh that Pharrell be um fooling with? Oh my god. Niles Rogers. You know what I'm talking about? You talking about the guy I think it's Niles Rogers. He, okay. he, man, that dude is amazing. Um, He's very talented. Yeah. So uh, that just that music, like I even created like a like a playlist just listening to that stuff, and I listen to it daily now. But just like listening to, you know, everything, and I didn't turn old officially. I don't listen to <laughs> all the the new stuff. The, the the YFGB. I, I just I'm old now. <laughs> All I, the letters. Yeah, I just I mean I I will. I'm gonna tell you this. I cannot listen to the same kind of song like three songs in a row. Like I can't listen to like five new modern songs. Like I can't listen to Little Baby, The Baby, <laughs> Dirt, and I can't listen to five of them songs in a row. Damn, you are. You know what I mean, you are. I just, I, I, it is, yeah. Cause I don't, I mean, for one, I don't drink no more. So, really? When, yeah, wait, 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 back up. When did you stop drinking? I stopped um, last year before, like right before COVID. What made you stop? Just getting old and just getting, you know what I mean? Just, I, I honestly, I couldn't handle it anymore. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just um, when you get older, you just can't handle it and. And you stop being as productive as you were. So, mm-hmm. and it's like, you know, me, I mean, cause you know, you follow me. Uh, I you know I have a four year old son. Mm-hmm. He don't care nothing about hangovers and all of that. He want to play. He about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, you know, I just started thinking about my future and everything. And I ain't want to be, this, and this was before COVID, you know, so I don't know, had I been drinking, maybe I would have made myself sick to the point if I got a, a percentage of COVID, I might have been out of here or whatever. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's been since, I could tell you the date, January 12th, uh, 2020. Wow, good for you. Yep. That's yep. what's up. Has it, have you noticed a change at all or it's just like, whatever, like I can still it's, talk? Go ahead. No, it's a change. Like I have more energy on. I had gained a lot of weight since probably last time you saw me at homecoming. I probably was up to like, I mean, I ain't gonna never look like I was when I was in school. I was like maybe 185, 190 in school. <laughs> okay. Damn. But, um, okay. 
but I'm at I was I think I'm at 200 now and I was maybe like the last time you saw maybe like 225 okay you know what I mean it's just Mm -hmm. you know just you know just you feel you have more energy and and um you know just be you can be more aware you know what I mean and I'm a one thing about it too is just like you know how like sometimes like when you be drinking or whatever and and don't nobody take you seriously they be like oh that nigga's drunk you know what I'm saying so I'm a very highly opinionated person anyway so I just wanted to just be taken more seriously you know what I'm saying so it's like Mm. ain't no more of that oh he drunk no I don't drink no more so this is really how I feel about you you know what I mean you know I don't mind telling nobody how I feel about them (laughs) And <laughs> or what they doing. So, you know, what you what you see is what you get. What you hear is what you get now. It's all, all authentic, all organic. You know what I'm saying? That's what's up. That's what's I still up. ain't I still ain't gave that meat up yet though. That what? Oh that meat? meat? Is, yeah, that, I is that on the list of things uh, to up? I don't know, man. Like I I ain't gonna lie, like I did it. I did it for I think we me and my wife did it for a month in 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 um this year, I know. I can't remember, but I'm gonna tell you this, I ain't farted and shit so much in my <laughs> life trying to get clean on that shit. I was eating eating these damn I had some of that beyond me. I like yes. it. I, it's better it's, it's better than right? turkey. It's better than turkey, um ground turkey. Because ground turkey tastes like it's pretty plastic or paper to me sometimes. It's bland, yeah. Yeah, it's, 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 I don't care what taco seasoning you put in that shit. It just, <laughs> it just can't get right. People be making, and you know, you know, somebody that made their damn spaghetti with that shit, you be like, I don't want none of this shit. <laughs> no, nah, you, you just gotta know, but you're a cooker. You just gotta know what you Yeah, do. but I ain't got patience with that damn okay. turkey. All no. right, that's fine, only, that's fine. Only thing it tastes good in is when I make dirty rice. It tastes good when I make, when it, okay. when I make dirty but, okay, so um, you're not a ground turkey fan. So, but you like Beyond Meat. For those who don't know, Beyond Meat is a vegan substitute for meat. They have burgers, they have sausages. It's good to me. Yeah, them, yeah, they fine. They they pretty good. But mm-hmm. but I but I don't think I'm gonna ever be rid of this because real bacon is the best. I don't care what nobody says. Let me tell. You. I tried that uncured turkey bacon. I tried all of that. Yeah, it's cute. But bacon. <laughs> <laughs> that shit is amazing, man. That shit is amazing. Bacon is fine, like no doubt about it. Bacon is fine. I can't help it, though. Like, I mean, if, if I had to just pick one, I take that over like a porterhouse or a filet mignon. I take that over a steak. If I had to pick one meat, it'd be bacon. Wow, that's a good question. If I had to choose one meat for the rest of my life. It would probably be chicken. I'm sick of that shit. Chicken or seafood for sure. I'm, I love seafood though. Man, I would too, but I mean, I don't know, man. You ain't gotta put no salt or nothing on that bacon. That bacon come out, come off, cut that right off the pig. That shit. <laughs> but that shit in the skillet, you 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 super straight. Seafood. It is fine. But did you feel going back to your um well, you didn't go vegan, but you went vegetarian. So you did it for 30 days. You felt great, I'm assuming. No, we did vegan because we oh, we was okay. we was reading the back of the labels. We was getting like the the 
the whole grain yeah. pasta. We mm-hmm. was getting like the the, the um, almond dairy. milk. Yeah, yeah we were beans. Mm-hmm. We was on that. That's why we was farting and stuff so much. Yeah. We was on the beans heavy. I was doing the Beyond Meat, the whole grain um, uh, burrito taco shells. And you know, I have a garden. Yes, I saw. In my backyard, I have a garden. So I get all my stuff from the backyard. I was making salsa with my onions, my peppers, Ooh, everything. Good. Yeah, and my got my, um, I'm on my fourth batch of greens that I cut from the garden. I, I don't, don't fire. Okay. And I put, but I do, I put smoked turkey. Um, to those. So I don't. I don't, yeah, the pork, like pork, I don't really do a lot of pork. I think we had pork chops yesterday, but that's like maybe once a month. But every weekend I'm eating bacon. I don't care. I'm eating bacon. Bacon is your Pancakes, bacon, and eggs. (laughs) Bacon. Balance. You know what I'm saying? I balance. Yeah, but during the week I eat a lot of like, you know, I try not to do fast food because that's what really got me kind of big too, like. The mother McDoubles. Who was eating that? You? Me. I was killing them. Remember when McDonald's had the dollar menu? I do, because I I, used to eat them all the time. (laughs) And I went ham and cheese on them McDoubles. And (laughs) they was like, you want to put some bacon on? It's like super size. (laughs) Like like this. Man. That's crazy. But you scale back. Yeah, I, I just kind of had to chill out on that. Like, yeah, like even like now, like, um, you know, I work downtown now, and I they uh, do you okay? Yeah, they got a food. Yeah, so I you're at so that I, big I, facility. So I recently just became the manager of personnel for um the whole Chicago and Northern Illinois district. Congratulations! Thank you, thank you. So, you're at that big facility off of like Canal, or am I making it up? Harrison, yeah, Harrison, Harrison. Yep. Yep. Okay. So yeah, while we on here, anybody need a job? We hiring United <laughs> States Postal Service, please, so y'all can get y'all mail. Hey man, what are the credentials? Man, just that you can read and write. Well, you know, mm-hmm. we you know just to let you know, um, to compete, you know, we are a government agency, but to compete with um, Amazon and all these other people, we don't drug test anymore, and there is no more, there is no more postal test anymore. <gasps> you know, people were having difficulties passing the postal test, or so it's just an assessment. So you just go to USPS.com/careers. I think the starting pay is like nineteen dollars an hour, twenty dollars an hour for some things, and that's uh, You know, partial benefits um, after you pass your probation period. You know, you can um, you can you know start investing in the four hundred one k, and when you become full fledged career, you know we match. Uh, we have thrift savings, you know, okay. not quote unquote, quote, okay, but oh, okay. You, if you put in 5%, we match it, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. uh, I've been there um, officially, what, 13 years? That's so, dope. That's what's yeah. up. So wait, do you need, you need at least a high school diploma though, right? Yes, or a GED. Or Just the work. Okay, Just y'all. Work. Y'all hear that? USPS or GED, and if you are a early graduate, you have to be eighteen. But if you're an early graduate from high school, you can, we we will take you to. You know what I mean? We got 
um, the city of Chicago, we got a lot of jobs. Okay. Yeah, I got to I gotta hire, um, in two months, I got to hire 400 mail carriers. Do you guys use outside recruiters? We do. We hire? use Indeed. We use women in trucking. We use, um, I don't know, um, we use Monster, but for your best results, it's just best to go straight to USPS.com slash careers. No, I'm saying, do you we'll, to recruit? We'll no, that. okay, got you. Okay, because no, you know no. I'm gonna plug myself. But we gotta, but yo, okay. I'm just trying to, I'm trying to fill these 450 jobs. Then you know we got the Christmas stuff coming in, but these folks, you know, it's hard. They don't want to work. They don't. They're getting these checks. Um, yeah, they rather I, just collect the checks. From what I'm hearing, no shade. Yeah. Just saying, that's what's happening. So no, that is what it, that, that's exactly what. It's and I mean, you know, uh, real quick story. One of my coworkers, he he said his son's like 23 years old. And he was working at Starbucks, and I'm gonna make this up, but it's something along the lines of this. But I think he was making $500 a week working at Starbucks. I think, but he was getting over thirteen hundred dollars a little week, or something stupid like that, and unemployment and benefits and food stamps. So him and his buddies moved to the Gold Coast while COVID was going on, just so they could be like, at least we got to live downtown. But now he's moving back home since COVID is over. Yeah, but but that's the mentality of the kids these mm-hmm. days. Just. You know, fake it till you make it, get it while you live. Had it been me, I would have used that money to actually start a lawn service or a snow removal service or something. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah. A catering company, something. For sure. You know what I mean? I wouldn't have just used it to, to get by. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, but okay. you still could have had your own income while you collecting that. That's another that is, it is. You know, these folks need guidance, but that's a whole nother situation. Yep. So going back to verses, have you been, how often are you on social media? You don't post a lot. So are you a lurker or you just really aren't? No, nah, I chilled out on Facebook. Somebody had hacked my Facebook. So I just oh, left no. it up. I just like, I'm that way. I just kind of left it alone. Maybe I'll get it back on, but I feel some kind of way about it. So I'm like, okay. okay. And I, then I went through a big deal with Facebook trying to like, you know, like, uh, get it on. Like, it wasn't no immediate assistance. You know what I mean? Like, okay, can y'all fix my shit? Because I don't know what's going on. But luckily, you know, I don't link anything to it. Like, I don't really post a lot right? Uh, other than my food or my and my, my son. And I just do that because I, I just get tired of people saying, send me pictures, send me pictures, send me right. pictures. You know right. what I mean? Like, here you go. Here the pictures right here. You know what right. I'm saying? But, uh... Well, I was asking nah, because... Go ahead, man. No, I just, I really use it now to just kind of communicate with people. Like, if I don't have a number, mm-hmm. I kind of just, you know, like, inbox them or whatever, something like that. But I don't really, uh, or, or to just see what's going on. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To see what's going on. But I'm kind of over it a little bit. And I think once, um, once I, once I get over it, I, I, I get back at it. But at, at one point, I was heavy on it. Okay, I was asking because it's a lot of beef going back. Well, Puff Daddy and JD, Jermaine, yeah. they going Your back. arms too short to box with God. That killed me. I was hollering at that, which, I mean, he has the right to feel that way. I mean, come on. Plus, he little too, so. <laughs> <laughs> that part. 
So what do you think though? Like, do you think who do you think would win a versus between Bad Boy and uh I don't what's the name of Jermaine's um record label? So so death. Yeah, so so death. Yeah. But it was the funny part about it was when he was like when we had the party, I don't have nobody requesting no record from Bow Wow or the Brat. You know what I'm saying? But Puffy can talk though. But um, you know, I he he another Harlem dude. You know what I mean? I like Harlem reminds me a lot of Chicago. So yeah, flashy would, and yeah, mm-hmm. I would think Puffy will win just off. But I mean, you have to think about you know. You have to think about like Jermaine Dupree did a lot of stuff with Mariah Carey. That's what people Usher, keep saying. Brent, talk about somebody all else. Mariah Carey aside. Usher. Okay. Usher, okay. Um, you know, Jagged Edge and all of them and everything. But it's like really star stars. I think he might have did something with Michael Jackson, but it might have been the song, the last song on the the that the twenty-third song. Yeah. Out of without you know what I mean? So you can it's you could when when Buffy play the Benjamins, what does he go play? The Benjamins is a hard song to beat. Like got, even, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Benjamin, but I'm just saying, like, so if you own it, like when the locks play the Benjamins, yeah. Lil' Kim was in a verse, she mm-hmm. played the Benjamins. The Benjamins is a hard song. Stevie J and them made that beat. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So Benjamins is a hard song to be like. Even Dr. Dre said in an article once, he said, what is the one song that you wish you would have made the beat for that you didn't make? He said Benjamin's. Wow. So, hmm. you know what I'm saying? That, when, that, that It's a different beat. You never heard nothing like that. Before. No, that's true. That's true. And then when the beat drops, it's just, it just the goes switch up. up. The yeah. switch up. Yeah. yeah. It, just, it just goes up. Yeah. Oh, that's I, I don't I know people saying man don't don't sleep on JD I don't see him winning that though I just uh-huh. don't I'm like you got Joe to see Jack Joe now I'm a diehard Joe to see but Puffy got Joe to see too that's who I'm talking oh, that's yeah, who yeah. I'm talking about yeah, yeah, yeah. so I'm like you know I know Puffy then did some people wrong or whatever but if we're talking about music look he he shits on JD to me. Yeah. I like Jagged Edge, but I love Jodeci. Jagged Edge got some hits, but because yeah. I mean, just Bow Wow versus Soldier Boy, it's just like like Bow Wow is definitely a better performer than Soldier Boy. But I is. was thinking like I like Soldier Boy's songs better than Bow Wow. Agree, agree with that. You know what I'm saying? They had I a think, good little verses. They had a good. They one. had because he got because see what it was is that Soldier Boy can't perform, but Bow Wow. <laughs> was born into this he's a yeah. performer mm-hmm. and um but them songs just like even them the little stupid songs yeah 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 like, <laughs> i forgot about this but that was the beginning of the craziness you yeah, know it, it was yeah jada kiss i man i just can't i can't stop talking about it that was that was so the got, best you got jada kiss black rock you even got you know what i mean you got Puffy did stuff with Usher too. You know what That's I mean? That's what I was about to say. I was like, Puffy yeah, worked with he Usher. Started. He exactly. started. Uh, really. Exactly. Um, and just Faith, Mary J. Blige. I mean, just I mean, look at the look. Look at little the Kim. Bad, little Kim. Yeah, look at the Bad Boy reunion versus the Mace. You know what I mean? Even DMX was at. Did you go to that the Bad Boy reunion concert? DMX yeah. was at the Chicago one. That's when I saw yeah. him last. Yeah. Yeah, we went up when he came out. It was great. 
Okay. Well, that's versus. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good night. I'm Dana, a.k.a. DanaMike781 across the social medias, and I am here to tell you about my podcast that is currently streaming on your favorite listening platform. It's called This Should Be in a Book. People often tell me that the things I say should be in a book, but I didn't want to write a book. So I decided to release my knowledge podcast style. New episodes are available every Monday, and you'll be able to listen to my insight on this thing called life, three points into poem style, minus the poem. (laughs) So after you finish listening to this podcast, head on over to This Should Be In A Book to listen and subscribe. Hope you enjoy. We're going to move on. We're going to move on. So I sent you, I'm going to read something that I saw online that I thought was very interesting. And sometimes, you know, you just want to hear a male, a male's point of view. So I'm going to read something that I saw. My husband is mourning his dead mistress. Three months ago, the woman who was having an affair with my husband died suddenly from an accident. I found out about the affair only two days after her funeral. I thought she was simply a co-worker and I was wondering why my husband was so disturbed and emotional. He quit his job saying it was too traumatic to go to work. She was in the early weeks of pregnancy when she died and my husband doesn't know whether he or her husband was the father. Oh, so she was married as well, okay. So on top of everything, he's also grieving for a baby which may or may not have been his. I find it extremely difficult to be emotionally supportive when he wakes up at 3 a.m. crying and trembling, yet I don't have the heart to yell at him like I want to. He says she's dead, so there's no reason for me to feel jealous or threatened. Excuse me? Um, so... Yeah, what's the problem? No. (laughs) (laughs) So on some real stuff, like what? Let me just. I ain't never. That's that's you can't make that up. That's that's wow. Um, let's just talk about the having a mistress part anyway. Like, okay. Um, you know, be me on this. So, at the end of the day, what was you doing or weren't doing for him to have a mistress? And you know, what were y'all doing to to? get away from that you know what i'm saying um so wait let me stop you there okay so the onus is on her no i'm just saying i mean these are questions that you have to ask yourself like if if somebody cheated on you Mm -hmm. you, wouldn't you look at yourself first and be like did did i do anything you know what i'm saying i would self-reflect yeah some people don't do that some people just just they, they just be like I do this. What you do? You know what I mean. And I would self-reflect, but yeah, but okay. So then, if okay. you if you found out that you did nothing wrong or whatever, then you would. Did you talk about it? Did you figure it out? I mean, at the end of the day, y'all know. You know what I'm saying. Y'all y'all know when something's going on or what. Right. Um, y'all would know more than we would. You know what I mean. And okay. I think that. I think that like sometimes like men we get comfortable with just like getting time away from y'all getting a long time y'all can be like you know yeah well, we going to 
Like Eddie Murphy said, I'm wrong. We going to the Bahamas. Just me. Yeah, all right, cool. Mm-hmm. Shit, just go. Right. But, <laughs> you know what I mean? And, um, you know, we don't really think much of it because sometimes as men, we just think we, you know, super we got superpowers. Ain't nobody going to do anything to us, but it could happen to you too. But, um, I, that's really something that I would, you know, get oh, the older that I get. I can't just really be one way on it because I'm thinking like something had to be going on with them for them to for him to cheat with, you know, another married person. Something something at home had to be going on or maybe that's just him. You know what I mean? Maybe he just, a, a you know. Maybe he's greedy. Maybe he's greedy. Maybe he is. Maybe he is. But possibility. I've seen. I've seen both. You know what I mean. Agree. And I've seen both. And I've and and recently, I've seen more. Um, I've seen more of the uh not getting what you want at home type Mm -hmm. situation. And 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 they do that. But um. You know, I tell my friend anything that I learn in life or anything that I, if I have epiphanies on, I share with my friends. Like, if you go do something, you know what I mean? Do it wholeheartedly and and, and, and and don't go into it with a plan B, especially when it's a relationship. Don't go into the relationship trying to be like, if this don't work out, I'll just do this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you know, choose, no, choose to, that, you know, like when I got married, that's that's I that's it for me. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like I um I went into it like whatever whatever the problem may be, you know, I'm in this. Okay, let me stop I, you there. Even if it's infidelity. I would have to look at that. Was I doing something? Was what I if you doing weren't? Something? What if you weren't? I don't know well, that I'm not just gonna jump to the conclusion. I think we have to discuss that and figure out what's going on. Because okay, maybe okay. something's wrong with her, you know what I mean? To mm-hmm. where you may not feel like, so sometimes self-reflecting, you may not feel like you aren't doing anything. So maybe you need to go mm-hmm. to a counselor, talk it out, figure out what it is that you're doing that bothers her. You can't hold other people to your expectations. Right. Just because you cook, clean, wash dishes and do you do all the things on the checklist that the world says you're supposed to do to be in a relationship or be married does not mean that you are doing what's on that person's checklist. Right. So right. I think that, you know, that's a hard one for me because I really don't know them. And of course when you hear these stories, you just get the story. Yes. You don't you don't get the, the I background. Dabbing him in his sleep for folk <laughs> or, right. or I had been telling him he been working too much and then I'm telling him I want a new house and I want a car and you know as um you know I think as as you know as men you know we're expected to be you know tough be the provider doing this and along with that you are supposed to do that you can still be that but we still human too mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying our best friend die we cry our mothers mm-hmm. die we cry if somebody, you know, if you going through something at work that you didn't put your heart into and somebody shitting on you or you didn't get the just do, that hurts. Your feelings get hurt just because you're a man don't mean your feelings don't get hurt. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So I think that you could still be tough and be like, you know, that shit was fucked up. Like, I'm hurt. 
You know what I mean? You ain't gotta be. For my feelings, you ain't. You know what I'm saying? Right, like, right. Day, you know what I mean? On the inside, is you know, it, more men let that out. I think that the communication between men and women to be better. I agree you know with you. I mean? Yeah, I agree with you. I'm gonna. I, I agree with that 100. I think that lacks men being able to express themselves. That's that's a a real uh, problem in relationships because men aren't wired to be emotionally vulnerable and communicate like we communicate, right? We're way more open with our feelings and oh, this hurt me or whatever. Men don't really talk like that. So, yeah. Until um, they're pushed. Until they're pushed, yeah. I agree. Until they're, they're pushed. My advice, like you know, I tell my little cousins and well, they bigger than me now, but my younger cousin. Um, I tell them that you know when you decide that you really, really want to be in a relationship, you, you can't be afraid to get your feelings hurt. You got to be vulnerable, and you got to get over yourself. Hmm. Like get over yourself, meaning just like all the things that you think that you know because of your prior relationships, and you thought that that was smarter that made you. You got to get over that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and and it really it ain't about you. You know what I mean? Like you yeah. could go like like take me for instance. I give you <laughs> so you could go to Tennessee State University and become this whole phenomenon. You know what I mean? You could walk down there, be Zach Morris, everybody <laughs> like you. you still gotta you still gotta come back to the third largest city in the country <laughs> and get a reality check. Yeah, and, you know, it's it's another nigga just as special as you. You know what I mean? So, Not Zach Moore, so that's that's who you were at TV. That's what in high school I was only I was <laughs> I was the only kid in high school with a cell phone. So oh, okay, that's what they yeah. call me, Zach Moore. So let me let me take a step back to the story. Go ahead. If I found out my husband was cheating on me, and his mistress and his mistress passed away. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm just gonna flat out be honest and say I'm leaving. I'm not set up. You had that right. Like that, you know. Like I'm not a person that harbors anger or unforgiveness. So I will flat out forgive you, but I I probably won't stay, and I won't mm-hmm. be here to rub your back and console you when you're crying over your mistress and a possible baby that you were having. So you were having sex with me and you were raw. Like, I ain't, I ain't set up that way, bro. It ain't happening. I'm out. Your face <laughs> on that, that was, that was funny. Your face on that was funny. I'm just saying, like, I ain't got it in me, bro. It, it ain't, I ain't, I ain't no, that person. I, I, I get it. Some people just ain't, but I mean, it's just like, you know, I think that if I was if I was like now if it's if it's just me today in this world no I mean I couldn't either but if it had been me 15 years ago I could be like yeah I be doing stupid shit too so let me, <laughs> let, me, let, me let me let me talk about let's see what's going on let's see if we can fix this yeah. but that's a lot that is a lot you know what I mean because now this person you know what I mean your husband then prioritized uh, a whole new life 
without you. You know what I mean? So now he didn't quit his job. So he basically saying F you. You right. know what I mean? But you uh, quit your whole job over this over her? Over this what? You know what I was about to say. <laughs> may may her soul rest in peace. You quit your whole job. I'm about to go. Yeah. And you can sit here jobless and mourn and process your stuff. And right. I'll be self-reflective and say, oh, well, what did I do? What did... Goodbye. I'm, I'm not staying for that. So I, I, what do you so? So I like the stance that you're taking, like, hey, you know, hey, I'm in it to win it no matter what happens. So God forbid, for instance, something like that happens with you and your wife. And let's just say. The mistress doesn't pass away. Let's say she gets pregnant with another man's baby. Do you stay for that as well? What? <laughs> you heard me. I don't know. You know what I mean? It's like uh, I'm not. A, I'm not. I'm not around for no second families or nothing like that. I'm just not. I'm not around for that. I'm, I mean, I mean, like I'll tell you this. I did not want. Um. I didn't want any children mm-hmm. and I didn't want, until I met, you know, my wife, you know what I mean? Like I had been, I had my son when I was 40. I had, you know, I've been careful. Mm-hmm. I've been precise, you know, and, you know, I, I mean, you've met some of the people that I dated and they were nice people. And, mm-hmm. but I was like, nope. Yeah. Nope. Um, there's one thing about my wife, she's not selfish. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I thought about that when when being a mother. You know, my wife don't have to go out. She don't have to, I'm, I need, you know, she is, is a great mother. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I, yeah, I, I was like, I'm just gonna be Ric Flair forever. <laughs> You know, it's like when you go to homecoming and it's like, you know, all these kids, all, all, all these kids coming up to you, Uncle Rob, Uncle Rob, Uncle Rob. And mm-hmm. I was getting broke, giving everybody twenty ten dollars. <laughs> I was like, nah, I got my own kid. Like, yeah, I got my own kid and I can't get nothing, boy. Don't get out of here. But, <laughs> you know, it, it, you start thinking, you know what I mean? Like when you go to those homecomings and you start seeing the people with families and, and everything and you just start thinking like hmm you know what I mean and I mean just the, the time it came out you know right of course you know we didn't do it according to the bible how it was supposed to go but it got done right um, but um, I don't care nothing about that about nobody judging because right. you know everybody because who can judge right right so um but yeah, I mean, like, I you know, I tell her all the time, like, I chose you, you know what I mean? And however you want to take that, I right. told, I, I said, you know, and that's what you're supposed to do. You're not supposed to just wait till something comes along or whatever. And it was like, you know, I'm, I'm you know, I wasn't finna have no kids. That was it. But I trusted her and I knew that, you know, Whatever would happen, I knew that, you know, anything God forbid happened to me that I knew that he would be taken care of. And I knew that she wouldn't be selfish with my mom or on my side of the family trying to 
you know, have that balance. So, I mean, you got to look for stuff like that. You got to look for characteristics like that. You know, everybody want lashes and titties and ass and all that stuff, whatever. Everybody. Get get your wife pregnant. She'll get some. <laughs> She'll get some what? Some titties and ass? Some real ones. Just get her pregnant. <laughs> she <get some. laughs> She will. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, just, you just, you have to grow up, man. And it, it took a lot of, it took, it took a lot for me to grow up. Yeah. It took a lot for me to grow up and just realize that, you know, nobody wants to be in the nursing home by themselves with a pimp suit on in the nursing home. And nobody wants to do that. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's made me a better person. You know what I mean? It's made, just like when I went to, Went down to Tennessee State. It changed my life. It made me a better person, and it's it's definitely calmed me down a lot. Mm-hmm. I had I had the highest uh, uh, degree of FOMO. Mm-hmm. I had to go. Mm-hmm. I had to go to everything. Mm-hmm. What Tennessee State plan in Atlanta? I was like, oh, <laughs> we are oh, going. <laughs> so, mm. Oh, I don't have that, thank God. Certainly, well, yeah, I don't. Mm. How I many? Used to have it. How many homecomings have you been to? Because you would ask me all the time, "Are you going to homecoming?" Be like, "No, I ain't going." I had a so I had a good stint where I think I went from like I missed a hundred year. That was a pivotal, awesome. Year. I missed, and the only reason why I didn't go is because I was in Curacao. Mm. So I went to Curacao and I actually don't like to go to the big thing. Like I don't like to go to Miami for Memorial Week. Oh, that's play. I don't like I don't like to go to Vegas for Labor Day. I like to go play. I just don't because for one, everything is higher, mm. and then the people that don't need to be there be there, um, <laughs> and it cheapens the it cheapens the experience. So I just I knew that because people told me it was it was off the chain because everybody came, and yeah. that's the only thing that I regret. Yeah. But if you keep in touch with who you need to keep in touch, but it's always good to see like one or two people. Ah, yeah, you that's, know? yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But um. Like now, when I go, I just really go to see um, my boys and 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 the kids. I end up spending more time. Like the last couple of homecomings I went, I think we went to a party, got there like an hour before it was over, and the tailgate. Everything else was yeah. I don't really go to a lot of parties. Yeah, everything else was at somebody. I was grilling at somebody's house. Mm-hmm. I was cooking at somebody's house. We had it was it was just. Your own, it was like your own your little family circle. reunion. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So I probably won't go for a while. I mean, I have never taken my family down there. Next time I go, when this, you know, my wife don't play with the COVID. So mm-hmm. when this stuff really kind of clears up, and we can go and like meet everybody and dad. This is this is this is everybody I know. You know. I ain't there yet. Get our little matching t-shirts. We can go. <laughs> right, and we go to the go to the parade and everything. <laughs> I, you know, I don't, 
I ain't never did that. So I guess that'd be a different I, I went one time. If I take yeah. my family, you gotta just, I feel like it's just a family right, thing. Go to the step show. Yeah, exactly. Go do that. Do the little standard the, stuff. To the fresh fry. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. So, yeah. So that'd be different. But Nashville has changed though. Like that. It, it's, it's different. That shit did look like, I, I tell people all the time, they be like, you live in Nashville? I'm like, that shit did not look like that. <laughs> it was not there. today. Yeah, I say the same. Like, trust me, it was not today's Nashville. Like, this, we would have probably stayed. It, but I exactly. wish, don't you wish, don't you wish we would have bought a house down there while we was down facts. there? Oh. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's facts. Wasn't yeah. even thinking about it. Just wasn't no. thinking about My that. My boy Wilson, he bought a crib down there like he bought some like I'm gonna just tell you because you don't know what it's remember where the adult bookstore used to be at I do I do bought a little he bought a house like a four bedroom little ranch house around the corner from there oh nice and he recently just sold it I think he sold it for maybe like I don't know maybe about four hundred thousand dollars or something like that because it's in that area now all Mm -hmm. town halls and condos and stuff is over there Good and it's in a school. Him. It's right across the street from the uh, school. So, um, yeah, but I mean, that was just like stuff, stuff that you don't think about. You know what I mean? You don't think True. about that. You're just trying to make it down there. Yeah. You know what I mean? True that. You just know your You're trying to make it there wanna, and make it out. Right. And you didn't want to stay in them dorms and Courtville yeah. and all that shit. <laughs> what, um, <laughs> are all of your friends married? All of your inner circle friends from TSU? Yeah, and I, um, except for Wilson. Wilson, um, that's the that's the dude from Maryland. They used mm-hmm. to wear the Tims all the time. He yeah, I in, remember. He lives in Columbia now. Oh, Columbia, Maryland. Columbia drug lord land. Columbia. Oh, uh, for real? Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. A, I think he lived with Pablo from Medellin. She's so stupid. No, I'm not joking. He lives in like Medellin, Columbia. Oh, yeah. wow. Yep. Okay. Yep. He um yeah. He was living up here in um like Antioch, Illinois, like mm-hmm. like Lake Lake Moore, Illinois, mm-hmm. up there. And uh, he worked for this company. He was in like trucking and shipping and he always just he was always really good with saving his money and everything and then when he hit that lick on that, messing with um and I think he hit good on with this COVID stuff. I think he invested in like Clorox and Lysol before he saw that shit come in. You know wow. Good for him. Yeah. So, I mean, um, but no, he lives down there now. He lives in uh, in Columbia. I, you know, he say stupid shit all the time. Like, yeah, I'm about, I'm about to go buy a boat in Africa. Yeah. <laughs> but he'll do it. And he'll do it. He'll do it. Like, he, he'll be like, like the other day, he sent the. <laughs> <laughs> he, he sent me and Dave. He sent us a a, a a snippet of talking about some. We need to buy a not a boat, but a submarine. They got submarines <laughs> for sale in Colombia. We used to buy a submarine. Uh, all right, right. Yeah. Okay, sir. Well, Weirdo. That's funny. That's funny. Well, that's what's up. I was um, you gonna have to come back and be uh, and be a guest and chat it up with me another time. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm anytime. I, I, you know, you know, I'm always with it. 
I actually wanted to start a podcast, but I mean, it's just like my time now is so crazy. It's just, Mine too. you know, and I got a, I got a good group of friends that we, we, and we got all the equipment. We got a recording studio booth right out. So I stay in Flossmore now. Oh, okay. Right out here, right out here in Park Forest. We got a whole recording booth. Um, he got like 50,000 mics. 50,000 cameras he got everything we just never we never just take like a month off and just dedicate that time to Mm -hmm. that yup and um you should yeah we'll get it one day yeah we'll get it one day you should it's um it's fun I mean it's work but it's fun yeah you seem to enjoy it you seem to enjoy it I do I think once I get the program and part of it and you know what I mean you know yeah. once I get the the, the media part of it now, mm-hmm. I mean cause my in the perfect world my my, my podcast would have been like Dream Champs <laughs> <laughs> I love that I love Dream Champ. that's that I, that's that might be the funniest podcast ever check that out you know what's interesting I don't really listen to a whole lot of podcasts myself I just started really because I'm always busy and running and because I don't work downtown anymore, that commute, I don't have a commute anymore, really. So, but I make myself, I listen to some and one of my favorites is I Am Athlete. I love that. Ah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love that podcast. But they, that's one of the, that's one of the ones that, that, um, you know, they focus on mental health and they focus yes. on like, they got a real good brotherhood. Like, how you doing on one to 10? You know, they care about each other. And that's yep. because Brandon Marshall has yep. had such a, a long battle before mental health was like a fad or exactly. an excuse. You know what right. I'm saying? Yes. He was, yes. he was involved in it way before then, back when he was with the Bears. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, Ocho Cinco just crazy anyway. Other yeah. guys. I like him. Though. Um, yeah. I, I like Ojo too, but um, mm-hmm. the other guys, they, I didn't really know, know them. I mean, I knew of them. Of course, Fred I knew Taylor, Channing, Fred, but yeah, I, I didn't know the other one like that. Fred Taylor? Yeah, yeah I, I didn't know Fred was, Taylor like yeah, that. He's cold. Yeah. I know his face, but I just. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because he does. You're a football yeah. buff. And I'm not, so. Yeah. So, <laughs> When was the last time the 49ers won a, a ring, sir? 95. They went to the Super Bowl Ooh. two years ago and lost to the Chiefs. Don't play because the Bears ain't won since 1985. But that's okay. We got that. We that's, that's all right. But you're supposed to be riding for the home team. I do. I like the Bulls. So, no, and I'm talking about stops. the Bears. No. When they got Jay Cutler, I was done. What about this new guy they got? Everybody's excited about this new guy. I think I it was a political. I think it was a political play. You know what I mean? With all of the the racism and stuff that's going on in sports, I think the McCaskies might be the race, the most racist, or one of the most racist on football teams um, in the NFL. And I think that they were feeling the heat because I literally, um, just from my group of friends, was just hearing like, "Oh, okay, like we done with the Bears. They racist. They this and that." But most of these NFL people are anyway. What to say? What are you talking? Uh, about? Then be done with the whole league. What? Right. 
but it's just like the McCaskills, you know, they, they, you know how they, they made a big deal of passing up on Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes, which Bears could have had okay. to get uh, Trubisky. So, you know, that, that really kind of, that kind of like elevated. And I knew a lot of people that were like, they were asking me, like, well, we're like, you know, gonna join the 49er bandwagon. Okay, whatever, we cool with it. But then when they made that draft pick on, on when they picked Justin Fields, I think it was because to me, and I mean, I'm, I could be hating. To me, I don't think he's that great or that good. I think he's good. I think he might be better than what's going on. But I think they just did it just to, to, to please the crowd. Mm. You know what I mean? It's kind of like sometimes people, you know, it's, it's just a crazy. We have to talk about that that later too. All this yeah. racism and these politics that's going on. It's but. a lot. I, I honestly wish, and this is very unrealistic, but I wish we would just boycott all of this stuff and just do our own thing. Yeah, we could. You know, we what really I mean? have the power and the money to do that. We funding everything out here because everything that you do like and love is black. So. Everything. I'm like, why can't we just have our own oh, Anyway, all right, we got to wrap it up because I could keep going on that. But we I not can't vote. What you say? I said, I not can't vote. <laughs> <laughs> well, you ain't on social media, so I always like to ask, give my guests an opportunity to, you know, give their page or tag, how to support. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'll get back on it a little bit now, but my, um, my my Instagram is C H I Shy Kyler. My last name K Y L E R. And um, no, it's just Robert Kyler on Facebook. I'll be I get it back cracking. You know what I mean? But I've been using my um, I've been on my uh, work social media more than anything. Just with my job trying to promote these jobs. Right, you like I'm trying to get four hundred people to hire. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so that's just you know what I mean. Like I'm the first, um, I'm the first you know black person with this job. Um, that's a big deal. Are you on LinkedIn? So, Are you advertising this on LinkedIn? Yeah, yeah. Good. So um, and, and you need to get. We can if you send us the link, I can circulate the link. Come on, you know. Yes, you, yes ma'am. Okay. Well, I didn't, you know, I didn't expect to talk about everything and all of that, but I, I get with you and get it. I thought we was just go shoot the good old TSU shit, but um, um, at the end of the day, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm very happy with this job because I, I want to give other, um, you know black men and other people because I want to give them a chance you know what I mean because um you know a lot of people gave me a chance you know what I mean and it's like one thing like you know how you have all those signs on your in your office like they have integrity mm-hmm. and all it is <laughs> mine is always opportunity okay and it's always opportunity I always put that up in my office because I always seize the opportunity alright that's the message yep Yep. Seize the opportunity. All right, bro. Well, I appreciate you being a guest on the show. And everybody, thanks for tuning in. And we'll holla. All right, I'll holla. Thanks again for tuning in to today's show. Please follow Faith Over Everything podcast on the following social media platforms. Faith Over Everything underscore podcast on Instagram. Or you can find us at Faith Over Everything podcast on Facebook. 
If you have any additional questions, suggestions, or would like to be a guest, feel free to email me directly at faithovereverythingpodcast, the number one at gmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, share, and like on all of the platforms. I am looking forward to engaging with you guys and have a great day.